You're listening to The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. And now, the Blaze Radio Network presents 40 Acres and a Fool. Here's your host, Cam Edwards. So in the last episode of 40 Acres and a Fool, we talked a little bit about the uh, amazing chewing and eating capacity of Booker the Puppy. This is continued uh, by the way, we have had to move a uh, a kid's desk because Booker was eating the legs. Um, also, Booker has been getting into the uh, the goat feed and uh, and even a fifty pound bag of whole corn that we keep for the goats and the hogs. And uh, Booker's stomach did not like. The 50-pound bag. Now, I didn't eat 50 pounds, thankfully. Um, but uh, I, I mentioned that Miss E has sort of been laid up. Uh, so I've been uh, stepping up around the house and, and, and doing all the things that needs to, to get done. So Saturday night, it's about 1230, maybe Eric, so early Sunday morning, a little bit after midnight. And uh, the dishes are done and put away. The, the laundry is caught up. The dogs have been walked. I go to put Booker in his crate for the night, and Booker has yarked all over his crate. Booker has yarked in Bullet's crate, which Bullet doesn't really use anymore. Uh, it was absolutely awful. <laughs> and so it was, uh, it was a little bit of a late-night cleanup job before I got to bed on a Saturday night. Uh, all this is to lead into Arturo's email who says, Cam, you can't really stop a puppy that's wanting to chew from chewing. What you can do, however, is to give him and thus show him what he is allowed to chew and keeping him busy while doing so. If you haven't already done this, then get a lot of dog toys and or hollow bones that you can stuff with treats and dog food. Uh, Arturo, uh, you'll be happy to know, last night, actually, Booker did get some additional dog toys. Um, I'm going to parcel them out. So I bought him three. I'm going to give him one, and I'm, he's not going to get another one until he destroys the first one, and then he'll get another one. So right now he has – it's called a plubber. Yeah, uh, plush on the outside and then a rubber core. So it looks like a chicken bone. So he gets that that sense that, okay, if I just keep biting this, I can tear it apart at some point, but, uh, uh, but he really can't. Uh, the plubber – has so far lasted eight hours, which is longer than some of the other dog toys that uh, Booker has had uh, in the past. So uh, good advice, Arturo, and I'm already following it. Uh, Arturo says since he's not an only dog, you'll also have to manage bullets so he doesn't take them away or eat any leftovers and ruin his dog figure. 
Uh, of course, you'll have to adjust Booker's meals by taking into account all the extra treats he's eaten that day. In fact, some people have fed their puppies strictly by this method until they're out of the teething, chewing, destructive phase of puppyhood. So we do feed them separately. Uh, that's just easier because they're also on a different uh, uh, dog food. Booker's still eating his uh, puppy chow and, and Bullet and Ruffy are uh, both eating the adult dog food. So that isn't much of an issue. Uh, but this morning, uh, as just a couple of hours ago, as I'm doing the morning routine and make sure the kids are up and ready to go to school and walking all the dogs, I, uh, I, I, I get ready to take Booker out and Bullet does grab the rubber chicken leg. And I'm like, all right, you know what, dude, just take it for a minute while I deal with the puppy. Go deal with the puppy. Uh, get the puppy squared away. Go to get the chicken, the rubber, the plubber chicken leg uh, from Bullet, and he growls at me, like like really growled. I'm like, like don't touch this as mine. I was kind of stunned. Uh, Bullet is usually such a very sweet and loving dog towards me, so I think he was feeling a little jealous. Like, why the heck is Booker getting all these treats. So um, I did get the plubber chicken leg uh, from Bullet, and I gave him a new toy as well. So uh, all is right with the world. Uh, Arturo says, by the way, a tired puppy makes for happy puppy owners to give him as much exercise as possible if he's got the energy to chew. Then he's got the energy to do something more productive. Training is even better than exercise. His mind will get tired way before his body ever does. But you may need to exercise him first to calm him down enough to be more receptive to training. Say what you will about him, but Cesar Milan got it right with his mantra of exercise, discipline, and then affection. Good luck, says Arturo. Well, Arturo, thank you very much, sir. I do appreciate that. And uh, yes, both Booker and I are getting more exercise. I took Booker out, starting to take him out for some nice long walks. It's a little bit easier on the weekends when I get home before dark. Uh, but uh, basically just take him all the way up our uh, uh, gravel road. And when we start heading home, and then I'll I, I won't, uh, I'll let him off the leash, basically. Um, and just let him tear down the uh, gravel road. And, and he runs as fast as he can. Uh, for a couple hundred yards, and then he will stop, and he'll wait for me to catch up. I do not run as fast as I can for a couple of hundred yards. And uh, and then we do that, repeat, uh, going down the driveway. But, yeah, you're absolutely right, Arturo, because Bullet uh, – excuse me, Booker, um, the the puppy is just a, a fountain, an endless fountain of energy. Every, every time you take him out, he can run around the yard and do that. So uh, it is actually good, and we have seen a little bit of a difference. There was – uh, there was actually a few hours yesterday where Booker was out with everybody and he wasn't trying to eat anybody's face off. He likes to do that with Booker or with Bullet. He likes to uh, uh, attack and play in the house and they start snarling and it uh, gets really annoying. But he was actually good uh, in the house for like two hours yesterday. So it's a uh, it's a start. I will take it, Arturo. And thank you again for the advice. Uh, let's see. Also. Uh, at the email address, 40acrefool at gmail.com. Brian writing in how we stopped our puppy from chewing. Ice cubes, he says. This was suggested to me by a friend who raises pit bulls. It's not hard to get them to eat the first one because they skitter across the floor and engage the hunting drive. They're cold and hard, so it soothes the dog's mouth. And the only real problem is that you'll be finding little puddles all over your house for a while. Yeah, well, that, uh, that that's an issue with... Booker anyway, different kinds of puddles. So I'll 
I'll, I'll take that, Brian. Uh, Brian says, my best to you and Missy. I wish I could do more than send good thoughts. I, th- I hate it, Brian says, when bad things happen to good people. Well, Brian, listen, I really do appreciate that. And, you know, uh, look, I, I'm, I'm sure bad things happen to bad people too. <laughs> um, but it, uh, we're going to get through it. We're halfway through. We are halfway through the chemo officially. Uh, Missy has two more rounds to go, uh, one in December, which will kind of suck because it will be right around Christmas, a little bit before, and then uh, mid-January, and then she's done. She's done. So it is hard. I'll be I'll be honest with you. It is hard to see her uh, just you know almost immediately just be uh, sent to bed and not be able to get up and you know the nausea and it's not been fun. Um, I would say this second go around, the nausea the effects hit her uh, sooner than with the uh, the first round of chemo uh, for sure. Um, Day one uh, of chemo, Missy was good to go. She actually drove herself to and from. Day two, uh, she was good to go. She drove herself and then drove home and immediately went to bed. And then day three, she's like, you got to drive me. And I said, okay. And uh, and since then, again, there's been a couple of days where she's just basically been in bed. Um, I'm hoping that today will be uh, the, the day where she starts to get up and – Gets moving a little bit, but um, she may need a little bit more recovery time. But, uh, you know, you get through it as best as you can. And thankfully, the uh, the kids are old enough to help out. Uh, the uh, youngest have really stepped up and are doing a pretty good job of making sure the critters get fed and making sure that they've got fresh water. The 16-year-old is doing a pretty good job of uh, minding his younger brother and sister while I'm not there. And uh, doing things like uh, the dishes and a lot of the heavy lifting, so we are getting it done. And uh, and and frankly, you know, if there is a silver lining in all of this, it is that this has sort of foisted more responsibility on my kids, and they see what they are capable of. Um, and there's no amount of complaining that or whining that'll change the fact that they have to do these things. And and that, I think, has been a really important lesson for them as well, that sometimes there are things that you just have to step up and do, and you might as well do it with a good attitude because doing it with a bad attitude doesn't change the fact that you have to do it. I think that my kids have actually taken that lesson to heart. And, uh, you know, again, I'm kind of looking for silver linings right now, so I'll take it. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network.